0: castles council welcome back to castles council episode number 14 in the second season last week we uh, spoke about leaving neverland the documentary and i it actually went a little bit crazy on my side on in terms of listeners and downloads and we had some comments back and i do appreciate everybody getting involved and sending your views and that Obviously, there's going to be people that uh, don't believe the stories and there are those that do. Um, That was just my opinion and my view on it. So thank you for listening and thank you for sharing. Um, One thing I'm going to ask again from everybody is please don't forget to share. The likes are coming in and the downloads are huge. uh, But not enough people are still sharing that on to their friends and that. So I'm going to ask you all now while you're listening to this week's pod to please uh, just share one of them. One that you enjoyed in the past or maybe even just share today's just to keep that momentum happening out there. Apparently, we've got a big listenership. For some reason, I have no idea why. Uh, maybe they listening now and could come back to me and tell me in Ashburn, Virginia, in the United States, they're listening to our podcast. So if you're listening to us from Ashford, Virginia, please drop me a line on the Castle Council page or even WhatsApp me on my number, which is on the page. All right, this week's podcast, recently what's happened here in, in South Africa is uh, we've had the budget being released and i think it happens all over the, all the world pretty much close to the same time and maybe in a moment our guest could could enlighten us about that um and i always sit back and i they always do the budget and everybody first thing they do is they go and look and they go well how is it going to affect my drinking or my smoking and that's sort of where it sort of ends and i was wondering myself like how does the budget actually affect us As as normal people, when I say normal people, I mean people that work for a a salary or, you know, that aren't involved in high finance or or involved in, in equities or involved in, I don't know, loans, whatever the hell it is. But how does it affect us and does it affect us? So today, I have a special guest in studio. We haven't had a guest in a while, so it's nice to have somebody with me. We have Tanya King. Tanya King, welcome to Castles Council.
1: Thank you, Stephen.
0: Tanya, before we get going, just a little bit of background in terms of yourself and, and what qualifies you to tell us about the budget and how it affects us.
1: Um, so my history is predominantly in financial services. I started off doing my articles as an accountant, and then I landed up in asset management, so obviously managing people's money and dealing a lot with that and tax inf- affects investments quite substantially. Currently, I work for one of the big four audit firms, um, not giving financial advice to clients, but we are obviously close to tax and keep our eyes on it because it affects everybody.
0: Great. Well, I think that qualifies you then because you're dealing with other people's money. We are. <laughs> All right, so then you you heard what I just said now in terms of yes. how does the budget affect us besides the basics? Now, the, as I get, the layman in the street goes, the budget's released, um, what do I do? How does it affect me? How does it affect us? Maybe give us just a brief rundown and then I'll I'll sort jump in where you sort of lose me, because you're probably going to lose me a lot of the way. So uh, I'll be like that guy that's not really sure, and I'll ask the questions for everybody that's not really sure. That's
1: great, because obviously my assumption is that I assume people understand exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, lovely. Um, So the first thing I think we need to remember is that we're in an election year, so the government doesn't want to make unfavorable decisions for the vast majority of people, because they want people to vote for them. (laughs) For sure. But... The other problem that they face is that they have a massive tax collection shortfall. So, they've got declining tax revenues. So They have have now or they have had? They have had. So, in the financial year 2018, they had a a 42.8 billion rand shortfall.
0: Hang on a second. They were short collecting 42 billion
1: rand. Yeah.
0: Okay, I don't really understand it. Okay. So, so now I okay, my first question I'm going to ask you right now is that forty two billion is short. Is that money that they should have got or that they needed?
1: That they needed.
0: So they needed another forty two billion to run the country. Only
1: forty three, yeah.
0: They needed to run the country and they didn't get
1: so so what happens when you don't collect that money? You need to borrow to cover your bills. Yeah. So one of the biggest bills the government has is actually paying government employees. Um, we have lots and lots of government employees and we have a very, very big parliament. Yes. Um, which they are now talking about cutting, but whether they do or not, I don't know. But there's yes. a shortfall, which means... A 43 billion shortfall. Which means that the government debt, so what they owe compared to the GDP, which is our gross domestic product, yeah. which is what we generate yes. as a country, is a 60% ratio. Wow. So it's not ideal. You know, you need to keep borrowing isn't that a, to or, keep uh, running.
0: Okay, now, isn't that straight away a, a cause? If this was a business and and, and and had a little spot and it was running and those were the sort of losses by percentage you're talking about, what would your advice be to that business?
1: Cut your costs.
0: Okay, all But right.
1: we're, we're also in an impossible situation because one of the problems we face, and we've all experienced it in the last week with all the load shedding is that we've got state-owned enterprises that continually need money to continue to run. So, for example, Eskom, SAA, the SABC, they're not profitable businesses. And in order to keep running, the government has to continue to give them money, which the government has to borrow.
0: All right. Now, I don't want to steer too much into the political side of things because it's a very easy way to go right now. And maybe it's something we should do in a podcast or two, leading up to May the 8th. But for now... The actual budget that was called out, who is the Minister of Finance?
1: Tito Mbaweni.
0: Okay, so Mr. Mr. Tito, okay, he came up with a budget. And what, how does the budget look now in terms of moving forward?
1: So it, wasn't, it was very moderate. So a lot of things have not changed at all. So, for example, every single year, you have an exemption in terms of interest earned. That hasn't changed. So if you've got money invested somewhere and you're earning an amount of interest... They've kept it the same last year and this year. There's oh. been no change in that whatsoever. And oh. it's because they need to collect tax. The other thing that they haven't changed is they haven't changed, and this affects everybody, providing they've got a medical aid, mm. but you can claim an amount per month per member that you contribute for. So, for example, a main member can mm. claim 310 Rand per month.
0: What, on the on the, on the income tax?
1: Yeah, for medical aid contribution. Okay. Um, That's a big th- thing. It's not a big amount, because if you look... It's not a big amount, no. but
0: it's, it's something.
1: It's something, okay. but it hasn't changed year on year, which tells you they're trying to fill a hole. So if you look at a medical aid contribution, and I don't know...
0: Well, I think mean, it's anything from full medical is it's anything from, for an individual so from one a and a half to two plan. and a half.
1: Yeah, so just a hospital plan at the moment will probably cost you between one and a half and 2,000 rand. Yes. So that 310 rand rebate... Is not massive, but it's something. So it used to work on a percentage basis, but they changed that a number of years ago. And as I say, year on year, there's been no change in the amount you can claim back because they have this massive hole they need to fill.
0: So 310 is, is the figure?
1: 310 Rand.
0: Regardless of what you're paying, that's the figure. It's not that's, a percentage so based. It's a, it's a lump sum value.
1: So every single person... So
0: all the America's have gone up, but that rec, that claim back on your tax has not gone up. And look... So that's going to bite a couple of people. It
1: will. And medical aid increases have not been not linked been to kind. inflation. No, they've mm-hmm. been higher than inflation. I think this year we've probably looked at between 9 and 10%. Sure. I don't know anyone who got a 9 and 10% increase in their salaries.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been, a, been a tough year it's for a lot. It's been tough, yeah. All right, so straight away there's, a, there's already something that's going to bite some people in the butt, the medical aid, what they call it, a rebate?
1: Yeah, so it's what you can claim. It's not okay. a rebate, so it's, it's th- your... It's your allowance that you your can claim back claim at the back. end of the year and, as I say, your interest amount. So it's an annual amount. No no, it's indices. a fixed amount and it's not changed. It's fixed. If you're below 65, you can claim 23,800 Rand interest exempt. Um, and if you're above, it's 34,500. And that's because a lot of pensioners will have their retirement annuities or whatever okay. the Provident Funds invested and they will earn interest on that.
0: All right. What are you talking about... Is that have so got interest,
1: So, interest that you earn. So, if, uh, if for example, earned. interest earned. Oh, sorry, I lost you, you there, So, if you earn anything more than that in mm. a year, you will pay tax on it oh, at your. Okay, tax
0: so rate. up to that bracket, it's, it's interest free. It's
1: free. So, for okay. a person below 65, okay. you can claim. So, the first. So, just say you had a fixed deposit at the bank mm. and you earned. Fifty thousand rand interest in a year. three thousand eight hundred of that is exempted. Is exempt. The rest you got. The to pay. rest you're going to pay at your tax rate, depending on the tables and where, what your earnings are. Ah, okay. Bearing in mind that our highest tax rate is forty-five percent. Okay. So the more you earn, the more you pay. The more you burn. <laughs> yep, that's for sure. But okay, all right. But above sixty-five, they allow you thirty-four thousand five hundred exemption. That's so kind of them. Well, I suppose Not it does help some pensioners, yeah.
0: yeah. I suppose any, anything to help the guys that are...
1: That are retired and have invested. That have done job. And look, the whole point of giving you an exemption is to encourage you to save. For sure. So the other thing that would fit in there is you can put up to 33,000 Rand a year into a tax-free savings account. Okay. So if you were saving for something, that's a very good a way thing of, to do. It is, uh, because... Anything, so that underlying investment can go into a number of products, and anything that you earn on there, dividends, interest, is tax-exempt. That's why it's tax-free savings. But you can only put 33,000 rand a year and up to 500,000 rand in your lifetime.
0: Great. Okay. What else has affected us? Because now, on a day-to-day basis, how how and what is affected? So
1: they've increased the fuel levy, and that that affects everyone, whether you drive a car, whether you catch a taxi, whether you catch a bus.
0: What, to what point? How much have they increased, the fuel levy? I think levee? that
1: that was 40 cents a litre. I'll just check the figure. So the
0: fuel levy is attached to the petrol?
1: Yes. So for every litre of petrol or diesel you put in your car...
0: 40 cents that
1: increase. That was the increase.
0: Is now... So we've automatically had a 40% increase, a 40 cents increase per litre every month now for the rest of for the... For Until, until litre, the next budget.
1: For every liter you put in your car, so that money is actually supposed to go to the road accident fund. Mm. Bearing in mind, we live in a country where we have a lot of road accidents and lots of people need to be compensated. Um, But part of that is tax to the government.
0: Okay, so we uh, on. So it's a
1: very easy way. So on the
0: petrol petrol price, we have fuel heavy. What else comes out of the petrol price?
1: So I think that. The most recent calculation was that about 40%, 40 to 45% of the amount we pay per litre in South Africa is tax.
0: Is tax. So they've increased it by 40 cents. 40 cents What was the movement. levy that they've um, now increased I'm it? I'm not
1: 100% sure. Well, 40% percent of what's the... I remember and remember every 40% month...
0: 40% of that 40... Well, it goes up and down based on the Rand dollar as well, on the it buying... It does, and, all and
1: all on the oil price. So okay. a fuel recovery account is run... Um, and they take into account the oil price, which fluctuates daily because oil's traded daily. Yeah. And they take into account the exchange rate.
0: And which the exchange rate is not very really contest at the moment either with all this it's crap not, that's going on. It's not because
1: with this. there's obviously a lot of concerns. Um,
0: but taking that all out of the thing, just the actual budget itself as it stands, we've had a forty cent cents per liter per liter increase on a fuel levy, which, which goes to the road accident fund. Which we don't really know well, where the hell that's getting run. the Road Accident
1: Fund itself has run at big losses in previous years. How the years. hell did
0: they run at losses?
1: Because we, have, we live in a country where there are so many road accidents and fatalities and people who need to be compensated or they land up... Is that a
0: transparent system, the Road Accident Fund? Is it a transparent system that um, we can see where that money is and how much money was generated for the Road Accident Fund?
1: We should be able to, absolutely, as citizens. Is there
0: anybody looking and watching that?
1: The Auditor General is supposed to keep he's, their eyes... He's the
0: same as the government.
1: Well, he does work for the government, but you'll see that any state-owned enterprise, any municipality, they will be signed off by the Auditor General. So you will see qualified reports. They don't always cover things up. I mean, Well, as long
0: as you can, you can say where it's gone, it's fine. It doesn't necessarily mean it should have gone.
1: No, and... I think in years gone by, there have been probably some crazy claims against the Road Accident Fund that maybe N- shouldn't... Shouldn't have no. been. And he, I'm not he, saying... The auditor
0: General doesn't look at what happened. That's not his job. Is his job is to see that the figures are balanced and so that money's paid and where it's good. He doesn't go look and say, well, did that actually happen and was that a right claim? He just looks at the end of it. That's what's paid out. This is what came in. This and is- I'm not
1: necessarily talking about fraudulent claims, but claims in which people claim too much and maybe don't need to you know so it is a problem yeah, the road accident fund
0: all right that's so another one to the another government another hole to fill yeah uh,
1: but i mean you know that's so if you're a if you're made a paraplegic in an accident and you need ongoing care the road accident fund would need to provide for that
0: all right so um, we've some more money out of our pocket
1: It is, unfortunately. And as I say, it affects everyone. So whether you drive a car, catch a taxi, catch a bus.
0: Anything. Because it affects everything. It affects our food as well because everything goes up. It does. All right. Okay. Give me some more good news.
1: (laughs) So um, everyone pays tax in the bracket in which they earn. Yeah. Okay. So that will start off. I want to find the table. What's you the what's the minimum
0: minimum bracket like? Where I you don't a, pay no, tax. Where
1: you don't pay tax. I just want to find my table here, and we can. I want to. I want to be that. there. You do want to be there, <laughs> and you might be there, but you know, not everyone is. And as I say, the highest and the highest tax bracket. Okay, so
0: okay, we find before, before we go and we go and mm. define that. Or, has there been changes in the tax brackets? In the different earning ratios? So, have so they what, changed it at all?
1: So what happens in the tax brackets is normally that the budget the budget will allow for bracket creep. Because you will be in a bracket this year, and hopefully your employer gives you an increase. Yeah. And so you earn a bit more next year. So say, oh, for example, okay. you earn 10,000 Rand a so month. So you month. could
0: have just changed brackets by your increase?
1: By your increase. Right. And obviously, the intention of an increase is to keep you up to date with inflation yes. so that you can cover your monthly costs because we're all affected by inflation. Electricity goes up, petrol goes up, food goes up, school fees go up. So typically an increase from your employer would cover your inflationary creep every to, year. Yes. It's supposed to. Yes. Um, so in recent years, the the inflation rate is between 5 and 6% in South Africa, which I don't think is the real inflation rate, yeah. but... Measured by the government, it's between 5% and 6%. So they use a basket of goods, and they calculate CPR, okay. which is consumer price inflation, um, or the consumer price index. And the whole idea of your increase is that it doesn't get eaten up by tax. So when they release the budget, they allow for this bracket creep.
0: To, cre- to sort of increase. So where
1: you're earning a bit more, and you're not going to get taxed. So they will normally...
0: Okay, I am I'm 100% actually understand something for the first time.
1: <laughs> I must be good at explaining yeah. that. So, for example, if you earn 10,000 rand a month, your total earnings would be 120,000 rand a year. Your employer gives you a 5% increase. So you're going to go up from 10,000 rand a month to 10,500 rand. The and, intention and the bracket, is not for that to And be if the bracket was
0: guess. at 10... And now you've gone to ten and a half. You're now in the next bracket.
1: You could be. Yeah. But what happens is sometimes you're still within the same bracket, but the government doesn't want your increase to be eaten by tax. So they allow for, for bracket creep. How do every they allow year. that? So they will. They'll either increase the primary rebate that you get, that everyone gets per year, yeah. or they will reduce slightly reduce the base tax amount in that bracket. But they haven't been able to do that this year because they need to collect more tax. So
0: they've done nothing. So if you've got an increase, sorry for you.
1: Well, you've now got, I think Eskim's just been granted a 9% increase. Okay. So they're going to charge you more. You're 40 cents per litre on your petrol. Oh. And,
0: and then, of course, we've got, we got the, the baselines. Everyone loves talking about the alcohol increases and the cigarette increases.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's a syntax. That's yeah, what they call that's it. That's the word I was looking so for. So they call it syntax and they clap you on wine and cigarettes and okay. spirits. Those
0: are those are the things that we, we can those choose. Are luxuries. Those are things we can choose to have and choose. not to have. Yeah. But when it comes to the fuel and comes to our, our earnings and and those sort of things that what we've spoken about now, we pretty much don't have much of a choice with those.
1: No, we don't.
0: Because I don't have to have that bottle of whiskey. I cannot have
1: it. Or you could buy a cheaper bottle of whiskey and allow for the tax increase or a 100%. cheaper bottle of okay.
0: wine. So things out of my control are oh, the fuel levy which you've spoken about, the, the investment change in terms of if I invest money and, and, and what I'm allowed. And of course now you've just mentioned the fact that if, if I've if I got an increase to try and keep up with inflation, they've taken or they've done no changes to that bracketing which has possibly put me into another tax bracket, which means I could be paying more tax than I was last year, even with the increase. So I could effectively be earning less than I was last year, even with my increase.
1: You could, unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately is a nice word. I like to use something a lot stronger than that.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this is the problem that you face when the government has a hole to fill, and they do. And they need to collect the taxes. Because their amount... So in addition to all their bills they need to pay. So they need to pay interest on money they've borrowed from elsewhere. They need to pay their government wage bill. Yeah. And we are also a country that pays a lot of grants. So old age grants, child grants, and they've increased those ever so slightly, but definitely not enough for to, an old age pension to, cover this, to, to cover keep up people. with inflation.
0: So we had a 43 last year loss in terms of what they, what they didn't collect. Believe. They need to collect... Another, I would imagine, 43 plus this year. Well. Because if they couldn't do forty they, they were 43 short. They're going to have to do everything plus another 43 to pay for last year's 43. But they were short last year, so they're probably going to be another 43 in the hole, unless they collect more than they did last year. But they have, weren't really aggressive about it because it's an election year. And it doesn't other, look good.
1: The other issue that that is faced is that there are people who are not paying their taxes who should be. And unfortunately, the investigating units at SARS where we had very skilled people have lost some of those people. And unless we build that up again, because there are ultra-wealthy people sure. who aren't necessarily paying what they should be or criminals.
0: I'm going to ask you a question because mm. it's something that I've, I've been talking about it for, for a while now. Mm. And I'm going to ask your view on it. Just What about getting rid of the income tax base mm-hmm. and increasing VAT across the board.
1: No, that's... You see, the then, last As year, you
0: spend, you have to pay, regardless. So you can't hide from it.
1: But remember how that would affect the very poor. It's not ideal. Last very poor are buying
0: very expensive things.
1: It doesn't matter. It would affect every single purchase they make, except for VAT-exempt items. Fruit, vegetables, brown so bread. So increase the
0: VAT-exempt items on the lower level of survival... And increase the VAT items on the, on the more expensive luxuries. So
1: there was a lot of talk about that. You see, VAT is a flat rate.
0: Look, we, it's not we, a sliding scale. We could probably have a whole yep. podcast about that. But my idea is, is that not something we should look at doing?
1: A VAT you, increase you is not palatable No, but I'm talking, about, I'm talking
0: about getting rid of income tax oh, and no. only allowing the VAT to catch the people spending, not the people... Crazy thought. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Just an idea. <laughs> no. Tonya, we're running out of time. This is a lovely conversation. We could probably do this again and add to it. I want your, just your closing thoughts in terms of on how the budget has affected us and where we're going in the next year with this current budget.
1: Look, you know, it, obviously the world as a whole is battling. We look; It's not just South Africa that has its challenges. They have their challenges in the US, they've got challenges in England with Brexit um, and we've got our challenges here having to fill this hole. It's not good or bad. It was very sort of even-keeled moderate in an election year. Minister Tito Mbaweni delivered it in 60 minutes, which is unheard of. Um, normally the budget speech takes much longer than that. And I think that in order for there to be change, we need to have a growing GDP, gross domestic mm. product, and we need to have better tax collection. So we need to get those people in the net that are not paying what they should. Okay. Um, and we can't, we cannot increase that again, simply cannot. So, yeah, the syntax is not a concern, but other things are concerning, and people need to take that into account when they do their own budgets.
0: All right. Any advice in terms of spending this in the next year?
1: Be as conservative as possible. Save. Because Be tight. we don't know that next year it's is going be th- to be any better, and <laughs> yeah. I doubt it will be. So, And that's not a negative comment at all. It's just a realistic one. Yeah. I think you need to be realistic. Times are tough, and we need to save where we can.
0: Sure. Tanya, thank you for coming in and giving up your time and, and educating myself and hopefully some others out there that aren't too afraid with the whole financial world and the budget side. Thank you very much.
1: It's a pleasure. And if anyone needs anything else, you're welcome to get in touch. Steve. Yeah,
0: we'll definitely um, probably get you in here again to talk a little bit more about uh, finance. I must be honest, uh, quite a shocking um, bit of, oh, in terms of where we are in in, in South Africa at the moment, and uh, one of the things I did speak about in the past was that I didn't want to make all these podcasts so doom and gloom and I spoke about the act of kindness. I'm going to do one act of kindness just to try and lighten the load from this uh, budget speech from Tanya. And the act of kindness for this week actually goes to myself. And the reason why it goes to myself, I'll tell you a quick story here. Uh, we're running out of time, but I'm going to make this very quick. I had a guy coming to uh, my work today and um, show me an address and ask me how does he where is this place can he get to it and the address showed the name of the place of the flats that he was looking for was actually the area douglasdale and when i looked further down the paper the area I actually was looking for is the area north of pretoria called May- mayville and he said to me he, well, he needs to get to this where is this place and i said but this is not you're not even near the area this is north of pretoria it's far away And he said, um, and I say far away for those that live in South Africa or know South Africa, it's actually uh, about 50, 60 kilometers away. And he said, okay, how long will it take him to get there? So I said, well, how are you going to get Are you going to catch a taxi or what? He said, no, he's going to walk. I said, what do you mean you're going to walk? And the long story short, he actually had walked to where we were from Park Station, which is itself about 40 kilometers away. He had made his way from Park Station, arrived at Park Station early hours of this morning, and walked all the way through to to, to where my work is in Douglasdale, um, on foot 40 kilometers in this heat, um, to find that he was in the wrong place altogether. And all he was doing is trying to get to this Mayville area because that told him there's a job there for him. Um, I couldn't believe it. I, I, and I just thought, there's no way I can let this guy try and make his way to Pretoria um, or make his way to Mayville, uh, north of Pretoria, um, so I went and I, I gave him some money. I said, But you've got to go and catch yourself a taxi, and, and hopefully, you get there still today. He had his cell phone stolen at Park Station. He couldn't communicate with anybody. No money on him, just his little bag, and uh, hopefully, tr- with the ideas of getting a job. So the act of kindness goes to myself, Stephen Castle. Well done, Stephen. No. I, I just was amazed. I thought i was a that story on say, so Out there, guys, listen to people's problems, and if you can help somebody, it costs you nothing. It might cost you one or two rands. But I'll tell you now, after hearing about the budget, maybe I should have kept that money. No, I'm joking. So remember, people, it's, uh, it's nice to, to be important, but it's more important to be nice. My name's Stephen Castle, and I do give a fuck.